Hi, I'm Dr. Chaz Reinhardt. Hi, I'm Dr. Holly Reinhardt. And here we are for our first podcast. Woo! It's exciting. Isn't it? I know. So we this is a platform for us to communicate with you about health-related matters and issues. So Dr. Holly and I are going to discuss the... Um, ins and outs of holistic healthcare along with um, different helpful tools so that you can um, make healthier decisions for yourself, your friends, and your family. So Dr. Holly, I wanted to ask you a couple questions about um, what you feel is the most important thing to say to a new patient. So if someone is not familiar with holistic healthcare. Someone's not familiar with the type and the style of healthcare that you provide. What would you say to that person? One of my biggest goals is to help a person's body do its own healing. So my job is to help remove the blocks that are keeping the body from doing its own healing. Mm -hmm. And that can come in different forms. It can be a structural issue. Maybe they need to have a chiropractic alignment and adjustment. Mm -hmm. Maybe they need to have nutritional support. Maybe they have some type of an emotional energetic block. Mm -hmm. But my biggest takeaway for the patients on that first visit is it's their body that does the healing. And my job is to do exactly what I just said. And that's to help their body get in the driver's seat. Right. So what you're saying is when you look at their blocks, what's causing the illness, would you say? Absolutely. It's all about the cause. Mm. What's, what is creating that block in the first mm. place that's keeping them from having true health? Okay. Now, you mentioned a few different... I, I wholeheartedly understand and agree because that's my style of practice as well. Um, but when you're talking about things like structure and chemistry and emotion or energetic, what does that really mean when we're talking about relating that to these blocks? Well, the structure is absolutely the most relatable, I think, for patients, uh -huh. especially when they come into a chiropractic office and they don't understand the holistic realm. They, they think they're there strictly for pain and to have pain taken away, whether it's muscular pain, something to do with their spine, you know, headaches, mm -hmm. carpal tunnel, something along that line. Could be even fibromyalgia. Mm -hmm. So helping the patient to understand the connection between there's there can be a chemical cause, a chemical imbalance in their body that actually contributes to the fibromyalgia, the carpal tunnel, the inflammation that's causing their back pain or their headaches. Maybe they have a digestive issue and that's contributing to headaches and migraines something along that line to help patients to see the connection so that they understand that their body is a unit mm -hmm. working together. Mm -hmm. They're not just a head having pain mm -hmm. or a back having pain or a carpal tunnel, you know, and a wrist. Yeah, it's so actually a full working unit. So it's actually holistic. It's holistic. So therefore in an approach, in a doctor mediated approach, most doctors don't look at it that way. They look at it, treating a symptom with a drug or surgery or a modality that is just solely directed toward the symptoms. So what you're saying is that your approach is considering the whole person. Absolutely. Isn't that what you do? <laughs> That's also <laughs> what I do. Okay. Well, you know, I have to play a questioner as far as a podcast goes. So we're coming together to create an education, right? 
So it in uh, further, let's talk a little bit more about structure. So if we're talking about structure, um, you mentioned the cranial and the spine, you mentioned the physical. So when I'm looking, thinking of the structure, I think of it really in a few different facets. One is the structure of the body, which is how the body, the skeleton is, and the muscles that move it and the ligaments and the tendons. So the structure really relates to the physical framework of the body, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And so when we're dealing with the structure, let's take a symptom like a headache. Okay, so if someone has a headache and it's coming from a cause or a block in the structure, where would you say to look? Hmm. Well, one of the most common areas of structural causation for a headache is going to be from the neck. Mm -hmm. So people oftentimes carry a lot of stress in their neck and their shoulders and they can really relate to that because their shoulders will feel tight. And they can have neck subluxations, which is the bone out of alignment. And that can absolutely contribute to headaches. We Let's talk that. about that subluxation just for a minute. Okay. So that's an important concept. As far as chiropractic goes, that's, mm -hmm. that's the core premise of chiropractic itself, is to remove subluxations as blocks. Absolutely. So subluxation, the word sub means less than. Lux actually means light. So it's less than light. And considering that the nervous system uses light to communicate, the brain communicates via the mm -hmm. nervous system um, from the brain down the spinal cord and then out of the spinal cord comes spinal nerves. And those nerves transmit light particles. They're energy particles. And those particles are how nerves communicate. So the word subluxation means there's a less than optimal flow to that light, right? Mm -hmm. So as chiropractors, what the chiropractor's job is to restore nerve function, to restore op optimal function to the body by removing these subluxations. And that's done with a chiropractic adjustment. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So when you perform a chiropractic adjustment to remove the structural blocks for somebody, how does that, what does that look like? Well, it depends. It depends on the age of the person, their comfort level, if they like a manual adjustment or they, you know, are a little nervous, I will absolutely create a space where they are comfortable and it's appropriate for them. For example, when I adjust a baby, I don't do it the same way I do a 45 year old woman. I do it very differently. Yes. But you're still, the goal is to remove the blocks. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what age they are. Cause sometimes people come into the office and maybe that 45-year-old gal actually got her first subluxation at birth. No. Mm -hmm. oh. well, how would that happen? Well, just during even a healthy, happy, normal, regular birth, it can... We can see people have, you know, subluxations or some type of a birth trauma that they carry around with them for a long time. Mm. Okay, so you can actually have subluxation since being a newborn. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. So we know that birth trauma is very common. Mm -hmm. Forceps are common. Just even being a cesarean child is a subluxation because my understanding is that when the natural process is to go through the birth canal and when one doesn't do that, the processes of, of nature are not aligned in the body. 
Exactly. The, it's actually designed that our cranium, as it goes through the birth canal, is supposed to collapse a tad. And as coming out of the birth canal, the cranium expands open, baby takes a breath. That first breath creates a rush of cortisol into the lungs. They clear and the baby actually is set for aligning their nervous system and their function in their in their higher nervous system. I see. So, um, many people, if they, if they don't actually go through that process, if they're lifted out, so to speak by cesarean section, and I know this one personally, their health can be challenged mm -hmm. from just from birth. So what are other processes and, um, causes of these subluxations that you feel? You said in, uh, accidents or injuries you mentioned. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any, yeah. any type of accident. Like a whiplash or a whiplash. car accident yeah. or trip and fall or fall sporting ladder. accident yeah, or something like that. Playing football, mm -hmm. you know, um, diving off a diving board and mm -hmm. hitting the bottom of the pool. Right. You know, right. Any, any, anything you can imagine where you're going to feel pain or hurt your body. Right, right. So any trauma can actually bring on these subluxations. Mm -hmm. So these subluxations are actually, let's expand just a little bit more on them. They are spinal malalignments we talked about. Mm -hmm. So relative to one vertebrae to another, the peripheral nerves, which means the nerves that come out of the spine, they get pinched, don't they? So if they, a subluxation is a pinching because one vertebrae relative to the one beneath it or above it, it has rotated out of its alignment. Mm-hmm. And it's stuck out of place where it is pinching actually the peripheral nerve, that nerve that goes out. So if the nerve goes up to the head, we we're talking about a headache, weren't we? Mm -hmm. So if the nerve goes up to the head and it's coming from the neck, that's potentially a what? A headache, isn't a it? A headache. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if that nerve's pinched and it goes to the arm? Well, then we have some type of a challenge in the arm. Maybe we have carpal tunnel as a result of that. Oh, so you can actually feel it in the wrist as a result of a neck pinch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is true. Because it's like stepping on a hose, right? So if the nerve that goes down to the, the wrist it originates in the neck, and if you step on a hose and cut the flow of water and nutrients and everything else, what's going to happen to the plant? Mm -hmm. Right? Eventually, the plant's going to get some symptoms, wither up, and, you know, die. Yeah. Well, that's what carpal tunnel is, isn't it? It's a weakness that starts in the wrist. And yep. then the person does some rep repetitive work and brings it on because there's not a lot of nerve flow. There's not a lot of nourishment. Right. They feel pain. They feel weak. They can't <clears throat> grab onto, you know, a cup or vacuum. They feel, they feel very, uh, very weak. Mm -hmm. No strength. Yeah, Your no grip strength. grip strength is yeah. very decreased. And we see that evidence by doing some muscle tests, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What if the nerve pinch is going down their, like down their leg? What a condition is that called? Typically sciatic. All right. So that's sciatica, right? Mm -hmm. So we have sciatic, sciatic pain. We're, a lot of people get sharp pain that goes down the back of the leg, don't they? A lot of people do, yes. And that can be caused by a subluxation. Mm -hmm. So the subluxation would be the nerves that originate there, the low back, right? Mm -hmm. So a chiropractic adjustment. So you said doing a chiropractic adjustment may really relieve that nerve pressure and help the body to clear up that subluxation. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, that's the core of chiropractic, isn't it? That is the core of chiropractic. Let's take it a step further as we go into the structure. So the structure is pinching of nerves that chiropractors remove. What if that nerve is actually going to the heart? What is the symptom of that? 
that's going to be a little more challenging because when a person has heart symptoms that looks like tachycardia which is rapid heart rate maybe they feel tired and fatigued because they have locks lock excuse me lack of oxygen flow mm -hmm. so it's going to look a little different do you think that a pinched nerve you've been in healthcare for 23 years mm -hmm. and more as a intern mm -hmm. prior do you think that a pinched nerve going to the heart can actually contribute to a heart attack? I think that it can. I think when a person doesn't have the proper innervation to any one part of their body, it can lead to distress in that part of the body. Mm -hmm. And then that is what I would consider to have a trickle down effect where A hits B hits C. Lack of oxygen, lack of blood flow fatigue, tiredness, maybe the person gets injured as a result of not feeling really on their game because they don't have... They Even don't have and the heart done. always has to work. I mean, it beats 60 to 80 times a minute and more if you exercise. Exactly. So if the heart's always in motion, we talked about the carpal tunnel and the nerve flow, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. it's always in motion. It requires more nutrients. So if the, if the nerve is pinched going to the heart, it can actually contribute to heart disease of some sort. What if the nerve pinch is going to the liver? Well, the liver has a lot of functions in the body, detoxification being primary, but also conjugation of hormones, mm -hmm. removal of toxic substances. Yes. We actually really need that liver to function well. So if it's not, we're gonna start feeling it. Mm -hmm. But because there are so many functions in the liver, it might look like a hormonal imbalance. Mm. A woman might get menstrual symptoms she mm -hmm. might have extreme menopausal symptoms. Oh, from the liver? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. A man might have hives because his body is toxic and he's not eliminating properly. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a multitude of symptoms oh, for liver, isn't there? so many. It just, yeah, it depends It can on... go from arthritis and achiness to yeah. asthma to basic um, dysfunction in, in rapid aging, huh? Absolutely. Okay. Well, what if the nerve pinch goes to the gut or the bowel? Well, then we have a problem with elimination. And that is, that situation can lead to almost any type of disease in the body. Mm. A person is literally backed up into disease. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> well, it's true. So the core concept of chiropractic really is to remove subluxations and let the body heal itself yes. through that model. Let the body heal itself. Okay. Well, that's important. Did you want to say anything else on subluxations? I think that's okay. a good ground. So work. as we start with structure, and then perhaps next week in our next podcast, we can talk about, you mentioned chemistry. Mm -hmm. And perhaps the one after that, we'll talk about emotion. And perhaps the one after that, we'll talk about the energetic components. So each podcast, we're going to move forward in a discussion just like this about what it really means, the structure, the chemistry, the emotions and the energetic components of the body. And in going um, forward in that, um, I would like to have you in uh, as a listener to invite your friends and your family to listen to these podcasts. And of course, Dr. Holly and myself are always here for questions. Um, you can call the center and we are free to have, or um, we're happy to give complimentary health consul consults over the phone and listen to what's going on and we can help to discover what's happening. Okay. And if there's a subject that you're especially interested in, you'd like us to touch on, email us at crossroadshealth@att.net. And you can call us at 760-751-2208. All right. Well, that'll conclude this 
uh, podcast, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Happy Taco Tuesday. Happy Taco Tuesday.